sir. Check this out, y'all. One, two, one, two. It's your boy, Mel P. Sitting here with my man, Will B. We're about to get into it today on this podcast, Gears in the Rear. This episode brought to you by Gears in the Rear. It's called Pick One. You know what I'm saying? Let me bring it in right. This is your boy, Mel P. Check it out. It's the podcast, Gears in the Rear. This is where we're going to touch on the muscle cars. We're going to touch on the exotic cars. We're going to touch on the foreign cars. We're going to touch on the true expensive cars and how to make your car look expensive on a dime. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You know, yeah, we like right that. back at you. You like that? I like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's just good. a little bit. That's just a little bit of something, something the team yeah. put on, man. Okay. That's what the team do, man. When you got Thorn City Syndicate and Just On behind you, man, you got that GMP podcast, you can't go wrong. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Well, let me let my guest introduce himself. It's my man, Will B. Tell us a little bit about you, big fella. Um, Will Bradley. Um, been in the muscle car game for a few years now. Um, got, got a couple clean ones and, you know, a couple projects that hopefully be hitting the streets soon. Uh oh, uh oh. What's the what's the launch date? What are we shooting for? Are we shooting uh, for? I'm trying to be ready by the summer for sure with that seventy nine Malibu. Oh, that seventy nine Mali. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, a little bit more about me and Will, man. We go back, man. Will's a great friend of mine, man. He coached my son in basketball, giving my young fellow, young bull, an opportunity to spread his wings and excuse me, make his mark here on this uh, basketball platform, sure. North and Northeast Portland. He's also, man, a well-humbled dude. He takes care of his business at home. Family man, got kids. But don't get it twisted. He loves his muscle. He's in these streets, fam. So the reason why we got to call Pick One is because Will has options. He told y'all he's trying to be ready with this 79 Mali, but I know him because he has two different muscle cars that we're having a debate about that we're going to debate here on the podcast Coming up shortly in some other episodes, Will also has a 50. Some of y'all that don't know what a 50 is, that's that 5.0. Mm-hmm. That's that Mustang group, right? Mind you, he said he had a 79, but guess what else Will got? Tell him what's the holy grail. What you got hiding back there that's that secret that everybody be arguing about? What's that secret car? That's that 71 Chevelle. Did y'all hear that? That's that 71, 71 Super Sport. Oh, wait, so it's a true SS, super Real sport. SS car, yeah, for sure. Real SS car, man. Mm-hmm. Real SS car. So, Will, one of our guests, you know, one of the things our guests be wanting to know, man, when we get the show cracking is, what got you in the game of cars, man? Uh, I got to say my grandparents always had muscle cars growing up. Um, had a Thunderbird in the family, Monte Carlo in the family. Um, my grandmother had a Torino. That was the That's probably the one. Grandparents had a Torino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, i always been around cars. A Torino, man. What was it like with your grandpa, man, or your grandparents? Did they ever show you how to work on some stuff, uh, kind of play with some stuff, maybe tinker, dink, and doink a little bit? I mean, we tinkered a little bit, but I was still a young kid when my grandfather passed. But, yeah, he, he passed down the love of the cars for sure. Oh, for the love of money and the love of cars. Sure. That's what's up, man. I mean, you know, give it up for the grandparents one time, putting him in the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Give it up for the grandparents. So now we fast forward a little bit. You've been in the game, got it from your grandparents. Boom, here we are with two options. Mm-hmm. We got to pick one. Mm. If you had to pick one, what would you choose? You got Mustang? 
got Chevy. Sure, that's a tough one. You I'm, got Mustang? I'm going to probably go with the Chevy. I mean, some of my Mustang guys going to probably hate me for oh that. Oh, my God. You heard, gonna, gonna go you heard it here first. 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 We're not still enough from ESPN. Listen here. My man chose Chevy over 5.0 over the Mustang game. Yeah, but it's certain Chevys, though. It's got to it's gotta be certain ones. It don't matter. Let me tell y'all why this is so important. <laughs> Let me tell y'all why this is so important. Here's breaking news. This is some inside trader tip. Will is really, 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 really good friends with the Mustang group. Like, he's in there. It's almost like he's a trader right now because he has a Mustang and a Chevelle. He just chose up. <laughs> he chose up on the podcast, y'all. He chose up on Gears in the Rear. He went with Chevelle over Mustang. What do you? Th- so tell me about your Mustang, though. Let's talk about your Mustang a little bit. I've had a bunch of Mustangs throughout the years, uh, mainly notchbacks. Okay. So, um, like 87 to 93, Fox Body Mustangs is usually my go-to. I had a bunch of them. You had a bunch of them. Do you prefer the Fox Body over the over the newer style, the way they're trying to, you know, over the Shelby look? Or no, no, no. I'm I'm definitely staying true to the the Fox Body era, that '87 and '93. Ooh, '87 and '93. Yeah, that was the that was the one I had growing up. So, high school, if you had a Mustang, pretty much in the game. Come on, man. We all saw Minister Society, man. What happened when Kane pulled up and he exactly. was exactly. Come on, man. What happened to Kane pulled up and he was bumping that, you know what I'm saying? And he had that 50 over there. Exactly. They used to have a Mustang boy. Shout out to the Hobson boys, man. I give a shout out to what people want to do, man. Them, oh, yeah. them Hobson boys had them 50s rolling Almost all through definitely. the town. You know what Most I'm saying? Definitely. And drop tops. Oh, they had them drops, man. Exactly. Shout out to them Hobson boys, man. Yeah, for sure. So, so, do you prefer automatic or stick shift? Got to go stick shift in a Mustang. Talk to me while we're doing stick that's shift. A, that's, the only way to, that's the only way to do it. So when did you learn how to drive a stick? Uh, I first learned how to drive a stick. So you first learned on yeah, a stick? Yeah. on a stick, yeah. What age was that? I was probably 13, 14 years old. Wow. Yeah, do you yeah. know I do not know how to drive a stick? That's bad. I, I'm stuck you, like Chuck. You, you can't handle muscle car if you can't drive no stick. Oh, see, I'm not in the game. I'm you got to be able to drive a stick shift. I'm not in the game, man. Nah, for I, sure. I'm, I'm a half muscle. I got a half muscle. I don't even have the full muscle. Yeah, I can deal with that. I can you deal with that. I'm a yeah, half yeah, muscle, you're, man. You're good. So, so what do you what do you suggest I do to get in the game? How do you suggest a guy at my age now want to start out a driver's stick, put some gear to the rear? You got to get with somebody that got a stick shift. I mean, I got one. I teach you how to drive. Oh, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Give yeah. me a round of applause. I'm going to learn how to drive a stick. Okay. <laughs> For sure. So you said Fox Bodies. You, 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 when you're dealing with Fox Bodies and we're talking about control with a 50, with the 5.0, mm-hmm. give me some tips on, like, I mean, the shifting or talk to me a little bit about how these guys really make their ass wiggle when they get into <laughs> what they do, man. Because I heard that the stick gives you more control than the automatic. That's yeah, why yeah. everybody fly with the stick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to get the RPMs up so you can launch it. About 3,000, 3,500 RPM. That'll get you sliding pretty easy. That'll get you sliding? Yeah, most definitely. So when, you, so when you're doing that, kind of walk me through it. Because remember, I don't know how to drive a stick. Yeah. So, so walk me through it a little bit. Is that my, is that my foot on the, on the brake and the clutch? No, no, no. Is that's, that my foot on the gas that, and that's the foot brake? On the, foot on the clutch and the gas. That's okay. it. Okay. Okay, and then and then then is it a slow release 
Or is it, or is it? Because I'm here. A lot of guys talk to me about slap shift, and nah, they're like, nah, "Man, you, P, you got to know how to hang." Nah, you just got to got to pop the clutch, pop the oh. clutch, and it'll it'll start sliding. Give it some gas, mm-hmm. turn the wheel a little bit. Okay, okay, it'll swing by itself. It'll swing by itself. Pretty so much. then that's when you hold on to that steering wheel. You better hold on to the wheel. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, man. You got to hold on to the wheel when you yeah. pop the clutch. Pop the clutch, hold the wheel. Pop the clutch, hold the wheel. <laughs> Ass get the wiggling. For sure. All right. Well, what, what, what else about your Mustang? What else you got going on with it, man? Any beat? Any colors? You looking to? Nah. No no beat. I don't really put no music in the cars. It's, it's mainly just motor and suspension work. That's it. So when you talk I about suspension. I am big sus- in the music. Okay. Well, when you talk about suspension, what do you add to a 5.0 Um, for that suspension? Like, what do you... What are, we, what are we looking at? What are we trying to put down on it to where it does what it do? Usually adding some some springs. Um, really, that's all I do. Spring shocks, especially in older cars. You gotta you gotta put some upgrades in them, make them run right. Um, definitely doing the springs though. Okay, okay. That's mandatory. So when you and then I also heard somebody was talking about something about like a got to make sure the flywheel is right, the clutch. You got to make sure that is kind of not sticking or, you know, you got to make sure you hit that. What, what do they mean when they use terminology like that? Uh, it, it just depends. I mean, got to make sure your clutch is right and working properly or else it's not going to, it's not going to act how you, how you want it to act. Oh, yeah, for sure. okay. Okay. So then we can't get on it and we can't get that ass wiggling like nah. we want to. Uh-uh. Okay. So what slides better? Who, who gives you the most wiggle? The Chevelles oh, or yeah. the 50s? Well, I'm definitely not driving the Chevelle like that. I mean, the Mustang is more of a play car. So, I mean, you, you might see me slide that before you see me slide the Chevelle for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, here we go. Yeah. The Chevelle is the Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the 50 is the fun car. Yeah, that's a real classic. I'm I'm just pulling that out to cruise and have a good time with my kids. and That's about it. Just enough to keep the heads turning? That's it. That's enough to keep the hair down. Well, tell me about this Malibu, man. This 79 Malibu. I've been hearing the Mali is real tough out here. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, six liter LS. Um, spent a lot of time building that motor. Probably a couple years to build the motor. Finally got it in. It's running right. Next is just making it pretty. Ooh. Making it pretty. Going to paint it and, you know, we'll be out in some car shows and some different stuff in the city for sure. So when you're doing the motor... What do you suggest when it comes down to like again? I'm always trying to get more information on gears and and how do we you know how things operate and move. What what type of transmission would you suggest or would you go with when you're dealing with something like a '79? But you said you put a 6.0 in it, so I'm taking that's a new engine. Yeah, yeah, six liter LS came out of a truck. I think out of a Escalade or Escalade. Okay, okay. So then what train is we running with that? I got a 4L80E in it, um, built by one of my guys out here. Um, probably best transmission guy out here in the city, for sure. Uh-oh. Little yeah. Victory Fab. Uh-oh, you hear that, dude? Yeah, yeah. So, so not only does he have a, a 5.0 man that we got to reach out to, because he said he's choosing Chevelle over, over Mustang. He's <laughs> part of a Mustang group. He's also on gears in the rear, claiming that he got one of the best – transmission dudes out here in the state so 
We're sure. gonna have to try to get the transmission guy on here and just oh, give us a little definitely. breakdown on trannies and most definitely and how shifts work and how to get in there, tear them out, and build them back up. We might even go out to a shop and see a breakdown of a transmission For or sure. something like that. Okay, well, I mean, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Well, check this out, man. We're here on Gears in the Rear. It's right around that time where we got to pay some bills. We're going to take a quick little break, and uh, let me get y'all to the tunes of my man over here at this collision shop. Collisions, scratches, bodywork, general repairs, car accidents happen. Avoid the headaches with Gresham Collision Center. We'll work directly with your insurance company and get your car up and running like new. Book your appointment today at Gresham Collision Center, 150 Northeast Kelly Avenue in Gresham, Oregon, 97030. Oh, yeah, we back from paying the bills, man. Shout out to my man Omar Gresham Collisions. They take care of you. They get you right. You go out there. They give you the proper estimate that you need. They don't take no shortcuts. They get you straight to where you need to be, when you need to be. And he definitely has an old school side. Be looking for his second shop coming up where that dude gets into full body builds. I mean, from off the frame, ground up, you're going to get your money's worth. He definitely got some painters out there, man. They keep stuff wet out there. I mean, straight wet, bringing it all to the north and northeast. So make sure you check out my man Omar Carlos out there at Gresham Collisions, and that's my guys. So my dude, Will, we back. We done paid some bills. Tell me a little bit about um, getting out in the, in the, in the, in the what the sun, summer going to look like as far as pulling one of those things out. How you pick and choose what you want to do? Ooh, that's tough. Um Ah, it depends on the day. I mean, and, and depend, de- depend, <laughs> y'all hear that, man? He's trying, to be, he's trying to be real modest right now, it's man. It depends on who I'm with. Y'all not understand it, man. The dude has so many options. It it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He got the Chevelle game where he just going to throw the kids in. I mean, he called me one day, P, what you doing? Man, come on, let's get out here and get in this water. Sliding in the Chevelle, but then he can choose the 50 or you put the Mally out there. I mean, For sure. how, do you, how, do you, how do you choose up? It it, de- it depend on what what the rest of the team is doing. I mean, if if we pulling out the old schools or if we we keeping the newer, or, I mean, it, it just depends. Okay, okay, okay. Well, but, I mean, but any one of them will go. Any one of them will go. Any one of them. So so what what what's the what's the thing with the with the Mustang? If they pull up to the red light, what we looking like? Yeah, don't don't be revving your engine next to me. Ooh. We we looking for all the smoke and I don't turn down no races. <laughs> <laughs> he said the only thing he turned down is his collar. Y'all he don't hear turn that? down nothing. He don't turn down nothing but nah. his collar. Line him up. Oh, like that? Like that. Like that. Line him yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah. Give me a little bit more breakdown on this Mallard you got, man. It's seventy nine, man. You said you're talking about doing some little stuff to it, man. Um, you, know, you said it was original. What two, you know, you got it from one owner, your one owner, two owner. I think it was a two-owner car, yeah, but um, been in the Northwest forever. I got it from a guy who was um, in a car club out here, Duke's Car Club. That guy passed away a couple of years ago, so, you know, I, I kind of vowed to, to keep it at least within my family, so um, doing him some justice and, and going to do it right. That's one of the things I've been hearing since I've been on this conquest to kind of keep and bring back or just make Oregon car culture relevant is, you know, a lot of people have so many ties to different cars Mm -hmm. that they want to see them all go to good homes. For sure. And so that, you know, to hear you say that you want to honor that family by keeping that one in your family. For sure. 
That's definitely a blessing to yeah, have. That's man. one that I, I probably can't get rid of. That's what's up. So you yeah. can make all the modifications in the world, yeah, yeah. but you can't get rid of it. Yeah. And he, he was a true. He was just true to muscle cars, too. It was like, I don't don't put the LS motor in it. But but that's kind of like the new thing right now. So I wanted something reliable, um, something fast. So I had to go with the LS, but ho- hopefully I, I'm doing it right for him. So those are some of the things when I go to my online stuff and I'm looking at questions and I'm seeing people. Being that you've been in the car game a little bit, how do you feel the car world is taking on this LS everything? Like, LS is running the world right now. Mm-hmm. Folks, is LS in 69 to 85 mm-hmm. trucks. Yeah. They they LS. I mean, it LS in yeah. everything. Yeah, it's just an easy motor to work with. I mean, so will numbers parts is available. I mean, it's easy to come by. So will numbers matching ever mean anything again? It depends. Right now, the market is not really based on numbers matching cars. It's, it's based on performance and you know modifications. Wow! Who yeah. would have ever thought the car Pierce? Yeah. So 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 it's kind of like Demolition Man. Remember that movie Demolition yeah, Man? For sure. When he was like, man, we're in the new space age, man, and we're putting new technology in old cars. Mm-hmm. He was like, nothing beats good old-fashioned muscle. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm sticking to the LS motor. I mean, eventually okay. I do the Chevelle, too. It's, it's just So let me ask you this. I'm noticing folks is doing LS and all the Chevys. Is Mustang doing anything where they're switching out motors and yeah, putting yeah. new, you know, new newer Mustang motors in and, yeah. and, and getting away with that new technology? For, for sure, my guy is working on uh, a couple Coyote builds right now. Um, those probably be coming to the town real soon. Ooh. For, for sure, shout out so my we'll, guy. Shout out to my guy. We trying to get my guy on here, man. Shout, but we'll, shout out my guy. He he got a couple of. Some some secret projects going on right now. So will we have a will we have a stand a a, a showdown between Coyote and, and and Chevelle? Oh, for sure. Can we have a? Can we for sure? Somebody want to line that up? I, I ain't gonna race against my guy. He he coming. He he got some heat. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, uh oh. Sure. So 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 we could potentially soon. For sure. Have Coyote versus LS. Yeah, I'm with it. So what do you think about Mopar? I never really mess with Mopar like that. I mean, I always love Challengers, but I never, I never own one. But some say Mopar, some say Mopar is like the third stepchild in this relationship, man. It, it kind of is. So I mean, expensive too. So I mean, you got to have some money if you want to get into that game. I, I got a Mopar guy. I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. waiting to see if he's willing to come up here. I got. I asked. Always ask the question: Who's next? Is he gonna come up here? Is he scared to come up here? He, no, has, he has two to. of them. He has to. He has I know two exactly of them. What you're talking about. He has two of them. And he's yeah. always talking trash about his motors and what they can do. Yeah, yeah. But no one's never heard him. No one's no, never we, seen him hot on the streets. We can line him up too. Ooh, yeah. y'all heard it here right here first on gears in the rear. We yeah, can no, line with, him up. I'm with that. We can line him up. Yeah. We might need to get that phone call and put that bat signal out. Might need to do that. So what you got coming up as far as, like, uh, are you interested in any car shows as far as, like, showing things off? You trying to put anything into the original classics or you looking to bring uh, home some hardware this summer? I'm hoping so. Uh, kind of missed the car show scene this whole summer, but next year definitely want to get out and get into some shows for sure. 
Okay, well, man, hopefully I can get out there with you. Uh, one of my last few questions as we, you know, we're talking about this Gibbs and Rear, we're lining it up. What do you think about this situation that's happening in Portland, man, where they saying the kids are, 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 are tearing up the streets by drag racing mm-hmm. and, you know, they're putting all this extra emphasis sauce on it when all we seeing is kids out here, you know, they really tearing up tires. I ain't really see them. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't see them, you know, blow no building up. I ain't heard about uh, no no building being exploded. I ain't really heard too much other stuff, but tires being popped and tore it. up. It's part Ooh. of the culture, too. It's been around forever, and it ain't really ever going to go nowhere. Um, best thing for the city to do is get together and put some, some money and some resources together and get these kids a, a place where they can do it at safe and legally. Okay, okay. Well, man, maybe we can talk about some other car clubs banding together and kind of putting together a proposal for the city. Most definitely. Because right now the city is calling them bandits. Nah, definitely uh, they, not They're going around and they, they're taking people's cars. Yeah, like they're going around getting old footage, looking at, at old videos that kids is posting. And, you know, and, and we know about the little spot in the back of St. John's. I heard they closed that all the way down. Yeah. And so now it's like they're going back and they reprimanding folks for stuff that happened years and months ago as far as driving cars. I'm, I'm not quite understanding. I don't, I don't agree with all of it. I don't agree with all. Well, what's your take about them on the bridge? <laughs> I, I don't really know a whole lot about all of that, that happened on the bridge. I don't either. I just know what I saw on TV. I'm like, man, my whole thing is if it's going to get down, you're going to get down. I say you get down. Yeah. Right? You have fun. You give them space and opportunity yeah. to do what they do. I just wish that they wouldn't put this bad stigma on these kids but there's no one in the culture to me that I'm seeing out here standing up for these kids. So it's how do been we around forever too? I mean, it's, it's just part of car culture. I mean, I, I mean, some of the some of the cops is doing it. Some yeah, of the cops sure. is off duty doing it. For sure. I mean, so there's sure. off duty cops. There's off duty firemen. I mean, there's regular old average Joe dudes that's just jumping out there now, putting that car out there on the street. So it's like, like I said, yeah. man, we ain't hurting nobody. They're not yeah. harming nobody, but. Exactly. How do we get them to see that they're not bad kids trying to just have fun? That's all it is. It's all about fun. Okay, well, maybe we can come up with something, man. Maybe we can figure out. Maybe Gears in the Rear can help spearhead that, hey. figure out how can we get a, a safe environment or safe I'm structure to, I mean, is it a track they need? Like, what do you, what do you think kids need? It's, it's really just some space, some some space that's legal. I mean, you know. Some concrete pillars to kind of box it in and um, keep it away from just people that want to come out and watch. That's what's up. So maybe we get some sponsors or we get some people with some of these abandoned buildings around here that ain't doing too much. These kids get a little bit of their bread together exactly, and get them a little spot, maybe put up on something, man. Exactly. That sounds like a plan, man. That sounds like we're looking for a new... So I need to put together a little five O C, a little nonprofit for cars, man. Hey. And see if we can make something happen out of that. All right. Maybe turn it into a little, that. turn it into a little bit more. Teach them how to change tires, change right. brakes. Right. Maybe a lot some of, them of these kids car- don't know how to do that. <laughs> but a lot of, but the car cult, if the car clubs is out here and the cold culture is doing that, I mean, yeah. in your club, do y'all got somebody that know how to oh, for do sure. some stuff like that? For, for sure, that's a requirement to be in our car club too. I mean, you you got to put in so much of your own maintenance time into your own car. So I mean, part of owning it is knowing how to work on it and service it. So. That, that's that's part of what we do. Each one kind of teaching one. So got some old guys that's been in the game for a long time. They teach the young people how to 
get in there and, and turn some wrenches. That's what's up. So you saying in your car club, you got to know how to change oil. Yeah, yeah, it's a requirement. It's a requirement? It's a requirement. Yeah, you got to put in some time. That's what's up. You can't have these fancy cars if you don't know how to work on them. Oh, we. Oh, we. Yeah. Y'all heard it first, man. Whatever his club is, <laughs> I got a little bit more work to do before I can join his club because <laughs> I ain't turning too many wrenches. You know what I'm saying? I can take it. I can change a tire. Yeah. I just learned how to do brakes a few years ago. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm slowly creeping up the yeah. scene a little bit. You yeah, know what I mean? some of that money in your pocket. You know, finally <laughs> laid how to lay some carpet. You know what I'm saying? I changed my own seats out a little bit. There you go. One of my things I told you I was going to get into, man, I'm, I'm looking for me a sewing machine, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm about to learn how to do this on interior, man. I'm about to get my ass out here and sew a little something. Yeah. You know. So, man, appreciate your time, man. Like I said, this episode was called Pick One. I can't believe it. Y'all heard it here first. He's part of the 5.0 club, and he chose the Chevelle. Oh, we're not going to let him live that one down. We're going to let the crew know all about that one. Man, how can we get a hold of Big Will, man? Where can we, where can we reach you at? Oh, wait. What, what is my IG? Man, we got to find you on all platforms, man. In the meantime, while he looked that up, you can definitely find me on all platforms. That's Gears in the Rear. You got me on IG. Yes, you got me on Facebook. YouTube, all that. You definitely find your boy Mel P also on there. So, mm-hmm. and shout out to my dudes, man. I gotta give pay homage to my guys at this cannabis cocktails conversations, man. Shout out to Fast Gordos, First Law, and everybody else. Samurai Sam, the youngster who's no more eight shows. Shout out to my man Juice. You know what I'm saying? To my dudes at Cannabis Cocktails Conversations, my guys. Yes, um. Big Will 503. I don't think they can hear you. You got to speak to the mic. Big Will 503 on IG. Big Will 503 on IG. Be looking forward to him. You're going to see more postings on Gears in the Rear. I'm going to bring you his Chevelle. I'm going to bring you his Mally. And I'm definitely going to bring you his Mustang. You'll see some pictures and some stuff on there about Big Will. You can follow him. And uh, we definitely, definitely going to be looking forward to this summer. Some things we got coming up also this summer from Gears in the Rear. We got some things in the works about getting this building where we can host an indoor car meet so we can get some car clubs talking to each other. Be looking forward to Gears in the Rear um, calendar coming out. We're going to have some major photo shoots that's going to be brought to you by PMB, Thorn City Syndicate, and the team. We're going to have a major car, dogs, and bike show this summer. Um, So we got some things that we're trying to do in the town to make gears in the rear on a whole new level. Stay tuned. We're going to have 503 Motors coming up. Uh, we got a couple other young guys who got some builds that they're trying to do. Got a 19-year-old who's been reaching out to me. You know who you are, man. Hit me up one more time on the IG so I can get you on here, man. It's a 19-year-old. He's LS swapping everything, man. Wow. Oh, he's 19. And he okay. said he he said whoever wants that smoke and turning wrenches and putting motors in, the come future. see him. The future. The future. Man, I he like got that. A, man, he got a um, he has a. Don't let me get this wrong. He got a '79 C10. Mm. Okay. He just turboed. Okay. With the LS motor, short two bid. days. Okay. Short bid, two days. All right. Two days. Two days. Wow. That's motor, tranny, all the suspension you need. That's impressive. And he, and, and he said I, he gave me permission. Gave me a couple of years to build mine. <laughs> he gave me permission to say, whoever wants that smoke, 
because he's at he said he's somewhere around a thousand horsepower. Okay, he's somewhere around a thousand horsepower. Right. He said his truck is light enough to tear in somebody's ass. Okay. That's what the nineteen year old told. Okay, me. that's what the nineteen year old <laughs> told me. I, I I don't know too much. Yeah. I don't claim to be the sharpest knife in the tool, but I'm definitely trying to figure it out. All right. So this is what the youngsters say. So we're going to line up some stuff coming after the oh, new most year. definitely. Be ready for that cutlass thing to come out today. I got that seven deuce cutlass, that fastback coming on your ass one time. Waiting for that. Oh, we should be because it's supposed to be a cutlass world this summer. Waiting I've been hearing one. them Chevelle boys talk a lot, but they say it's about 15 cutlasses that might be coming out, man. It's a lot of them out here. It's a lot of them out here, man. Mm-hmm. We're trying to go doors open, man. Doors open. Doors <laughs> open, man. Shout out to my man E40 and be legit. Be legit in that old mafia that they running out there in Oakland mm-hmm. and out there, man. We definitely tapping into you guys and hopefully we can get y'all down for a summer jam too as well. Hey, Once again, man, as I wrap up, I'd like to give a big shout out again to my boy Will for sliding through on me. Tough blessing the mic one time. And I uh, appreciate you, baby. Much love. For sure. More coming to you on that gears in the rear. As we exited out, baby, love.